0: Uh, We just started this series a couple weeks back called Small Beginnings, Big Futures. And Pastor Larry started off with our kids just being imitators and mimicking who we are and how we have to do that for Jesus. How do we find that um, just in our everyday life? And last week, Danny talked, Pastor Danny, and he talked about the kids growing up and thriving in Babylon. And that's kind of a scary moment. And having kids... Under two, it's kind of hard to even think that, but growing up and watching them do amazing things and make their decision to follow Jesus is scary to think. But this morning, we're going to be talking about uh, what it means to make Jesus' name known in our kids' lives and his love like a child. And it's going to be exciting, but turn into your Bibles, your tablets, to your phones, uh, to Luke 18. 18, verse 15. It says, now they were bringing even infants to him that he might touch them. And when the disciples saw it, they rebuked them. But Jesus called to them, to him, saying, let the children come to me. And do not hinder them. For to such belongs the kingdom of God. Truly, I say to you, whoever does not receive the kingdom of God like a child shall not enter it. Pray with me. Father, I just thank you for this amazing home, this church, this family. Where we can come here and gather and just know who you are even more, grow closer to you. Father, I just pray that this morning that we just know your name, who you are, what you've done, but most of all, know your love like a child. I just pray the Holy Spirit, like you are in this room, that you compel us, that you influence us, that you convict us that we need to share the gospel with our kids at these small beginnings. Lord, we love you. In Jesus' name, Amen. So I was in high school, I just got back from Hume Lake, and I'm all super pumped because God's gonna use me. I don't know how he's gonna use me, but I was like, oh man, I'm back. Now we're getting in school, we're signing up for classes in high school, and I just look around and we gotta find an art. And I was like, okay, an art. I could sign up for band, I can go into drama, I don't know about that one, maybe choir, nah. Um, I don't know. I kind of know how to play guitar. It looks like drama. Maybe I'll just choose a part. I don't know how God's going to use this, but we'll just choose this and uh, we'll go with it. I'll choose a dinky part and uh, we'll go on with the show. And so I remember just going to the first day of class and everyone has to introduce themselves in front of the class and learn how to act and how to engage an audience and be in front and uh, say something cool, you know. And I'm like, "Ah, this is the worst. And, okay, finally, we're choosing. we got to do this play. It was Wind of the Willows. And we're like, all right, choosing parts, how we're going to do this. And I finally chose the part, like the one little bunny part. He says, like, one line. And and then he walks off. I was like, yes, mission complete. Got my art. And then, you know, the play went. It was great. But there's still the rest of the year. And I remember we're just doing all these different activities. And then this one activity comes up as the, hey, guys, we need to tell the whole school about earthquakes and fire drills. And so we kind of want to go with like a Smokey the Bear kind. We need a character. Who would be someone that, would, uh, that we would listen to, that our school would listen to? And I was like, what the heck? And everyone's like, Austin! And I was like, what? Are you guys kidding me? Like, yeah, everyone knows you. You should do it. It will be so great. I'm like, no, guys, this is, this is not. That's not my thing. That's not what I'm going to do. No. And then basically the teacher comes in, like, oh, have you guys chosen all the things? What are you guys going to do? Yeah, Austin's going to do it. I'm like, oh, Austin, we're so happy. This is great. You know, I was like, no, 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 that's not what it was like. Everyone's just like, yes, yes, we got him, you know. And then, you know, we just pick in the characters, like, you're not going to be Austin anymore. Your name is now Billy. And now you're going to go in front and uh, you're going to tell everyone how to not die in an earthquake and a fire drill at school. And I I remember, like, memorizing all the lines, and, like, this is so much, how was, God, why, you know? And I go in before the school, and it was elementary school, so it was fun, that's what I'm doing now with elementary kids, and, you know, like, hey, guys, I'm Billy, welcome, this is great, hey, fire drills, yada, 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 this is, listen to me, because I'm Billy. And then everyone, you know, I thought it was lame, so I went out, and... Little did I know, the teachers are all about it. Even the superintendent of the school was like, Billy! Man, you are the best. You are awesome, man. You got to do it for the middle school, and then you got to do it for the high school. You were so good. I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm not doing it in front of the high school. No way. But I had no power. And so I remember going to the other elementary school, going to the middle school, and it was like, oh, my goodness. All my friends are going to come in here. They're going to see me as the one person I don't want to be. How is Billy cool? You know, it's like, how has God used you in those moments? And now looking back and seeing that, it's like, now that was a small beginning for what God had in store. And now we come to this passage of Luke 18, and it's like, okay. We got the disciples, we got these crazy kids, we got the Pharisees, we got the church people, we got everyone in this scene right now, right? But we got to start from the beginning where Jesus saw us as broken. He saw us as someone that we can be fixed. And he put on flesh. He came down to our level. Remember the creator of the universe I'm talking about. Jesus comes here and he lives with us. Sees what we face. Sees the struggles that we go through. Sees the happiness that we face. And then he starts calling his disciples and making this super team. And imagine if Jesus came to you, you're just doing your normal job, and he says, you, come follow me. We're going to do kingdom work. Uh, Yes, this is great. You know, come follow me, come follow me, come follow me, come follow me. Gets a super team together and starts doing ministry, right? The God's work, the kingdom of God, saving people from the worst And as these amazing miracles are going through, everyone's hearing about Jesus. People have never walked before are walking. People have never seen before are seeing. You know, it's like all these stuff. And then he says crazy things, but I don't know what he's talking about. We got to listen. And as he's bringing all these people together, there's literally thousands of people wanting to see Jesus. And he comes before this huge audience and Jesus is saying, I got to make myself known. That's what the disciples are, making them known. There's one mission. you got to make him known. Make him known. Make him known. Right? And Jesus is in front of everybody, and he's thinking, all the disciples probably are like, that guy needs to know. That guy definitely needs to know. If that guy knew, imagine what the kingdom would do with that guy. I don't know about these guys. I mean, there's just a lot of people here. Right? And then all of a sudden, chaos comes. Children And all these kids are running, probably crying, probably laughing, probably fighting. These parents trying to hold them together. Right? We've been traveling a long way to see this Jesus guy that everyone's been talking about. Right? You can just see the kids just like, I don't want to go. Or you can see like, this Jesus, oh my goodness, that's the guy? Is that the guy? Right? He's so cool. I got to see them, right? And then on the other side, you see these broken people that in that culture, like, we never looked, they never looked at kids. Like, today, we love kids. We want to be all about kids, right? We have, like, E. Cheeses and Rockin' Jumps and all these crazy things, right? And we love them. But back in the day, it was kind of like, hey, unless you're, like, 10, maybe, unless you could pull your own weight and, like, work, stay at home. You know why? And then some other cultures, like, you're not a man. I don't need you. You're not carrying on my name. And they would cast him out. But the church would go out and save those kids. So you could see these orphans, you can see these amazing families. You could see all these different people, broken people, lost people in front of Jesus. And the disciples see them. They go, whoa. He's doing He's trying to make himself known. We don't have time for you right now. We'll, maybe we'll get to you. There's a lot of people kind of getting in line, right? He needs to know first and then you guys know. But that's not how it went. Where Jesus says, let them come. Don't hinder them. Where he in some passages it says that he was indignant, he was annoyed, he was like angry, like, are you kidding me? I'm making myself known, now you're making me look bad. In fact, just let them through. I don't even care. All the kids are already up here, they already weaved through everyone. But Jesus says, no, this is perfect timing. This is my object lesson. Let them come. Don't hinder them. Do you guys remember the first time you looked at your child? I did that recently, about two years ago. Crazy, right? Birth in just general is insane, right? But I remember the doctor handed him to me, and it was like, what? This is a human. This is a, d- a dinky human. You know, like, Wow. I have to hold this person? I have to take care of this person? I have to show j- who Jesus is through this person? Through me? Am I qualified? But Jesus just says, like a child. And when, he lo- when you look at that child, your children, you have this amazing love, immeasurable love. It's uncontainable. They haven't even done anything yet. That's what's crazy. You love them no matter what, right? And then just seeing them grow up, you're just like, what in the world? Like, you know, I was just studying the passage and I was like, I need to watch Maddox. I need to see why God says, like a child, right? Because we all have something to prove. But Jesus says, "No, no, 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 let them come. Don't hinder them. And so Maddox right now, he's running around, kind of. He's uh, open up doors. This is a new one. And so he's coming up to doors, and literally he'll just open up a door and just, like, say, bye, and then walk out. Like, where are you going? You know, where could you possibly be going? You know? And so this time, you know, he's running around, doing his thing. And he goes to the back, slides open our, our screen, and then he goes down. He's, Bye. Goes down to the patio. And he just stands there. Just looking. Bird! You know? And then all of a sudden he's like, Oh! 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 Dada! Dada! Whoa! Just like, Amazed. And I'm like, what is he looking at? That's oh, a pincher bug. Why are you looking at a pincher bug? Those things are gross. <laughs> right? And I didn't do that yet. But I was just watching him, just seeing what he does. I didn't want him to like, get pinched. I guess they pinch you. I don't know. But he's just looking at him. I'm like, oh. Oh. Like he does the Maddox look. That's the Maddox look. Oh. Right? He like hit his sister or whatever. He goes, oh. What did I do? But that's what he did. He looked at this bug and there was even a point in it where he was literally stood up and like ran like this. Oh, oh. It's like, do I do that with God? No. You know, like, am I amazed with our God? Are you amazed with our God? Do you know what he's done for us? Do you know his name? This guy doesn't even know him, but he knows there's something amazing right there. And Jesus says, let them come. Don't push him away, right? Sometimes we get this thing out. Right? And we're like, just stay in there. I got to do stuff. Right? Right? I have important things. That's kind of like what the disciples are doing, where they're like, just stay here, go to children's ministry. Right? We're doing the kingdom work. But God, Jesus, says, no, 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 no. Let them come. There ain't no junior Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit's the Holy Spirit. Let them come. In fact... You know what? Get in it. you got to show them. you got to show them who I am. See that pincher bug? Yeah, it's disgusting. God made it. He made that. He also made those trees. He also made you. He made me. you got to show them who he is. Do they know who he is? You know, when I think about children's ministry too, we have an amazing leader. She... After all the program goes, she'll grab all her kids, get them in line, and they already walk through the check in station, see all the trees and see everything, and go into class, and then they come out. But she'll walk them through again and go, See that? What's that? It's a tree. Who made that? God did. There's like 30 of them behind her. (laughs) See that? What's that? It's a bird. Who made that? God did. Don't hinder them. Let them come. Like sometimes we just think about that and putting them away. And we kind of like that with God, too. I'll come back on Sunday. Stay there, God. And I'll come back Wednesday, maybe. But no, God wants us walking with Him every step of the way. Don't hinder them. Be with them loving them, all about them, being all with them. Sometimes we forget that awe moment. We just forget it because we kind of grow up, right? We already had that small beginning. I heard that story before. God's like, no, 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 no. I'm telling you now because you're gonna to have to tell this person who I am. That's so big. Let them come. Don't hinder them. Truly, I say to you, you got to know me like a child, and the best part of children's ministry, too, in my opinion, is when we pray together. After we do everything, go through the worship, the skits, and all this stuff, we come together and we're like, what do we got to pray for? Who's got a prayer request? Everyone raise their hand. You know, what do you have to pray for? I, my dog has a cone around his head, and it's just itchy. <laughs> we'll pray for that. What else we got? My fish has a cataract, and I just don't know if he's going to live. What kind of fish is it? Okay. What's a cataract? You know? Crazy. And then there will be those ones that just, like, hit smacking in the head. Like, hey, what do you got to pray for? My mom doesn't know Jesus. He doesn't know my Jesus. Whoa. We got to talk but that's why you're here. And the other one a couple weeks ago was my mom has cancer. How am I going to see God's glory in this? How old are you? Like a child. Do you know God like a child? One moment where I figured out God's love a little bit is when I asked my dad, "Hey, Pops, I'm driving now. Uh, I would love to borrow your Beamer. What do you think? <laughs> I've proven myself. I have a license. It's driving a couple years now. I just want to just touch it, right? I just want to be in it. I'll just drive down to uh, Al's real quick, pick up some ice cream. I'll be back in five minutes. What do you think? No. It's always a little bit of a process, right? You gotta trust the process, and so I asked again. I was like, "Okay, ice cream, you and mom, making you look good. I just want to drive it. Is that okay? What do you think?" Okay, something's wrong with it though, so don't do anything I wouldn't do. Okay, okay. And I just remember that was the glorious thing. Had the keys, sitting in it, starting it. I'm like, "Wow, this is living." Went reverse, drove down, stopped at the stop sign, put the signal light on because I'm making a left, made a left, went to the other stop sign, and then, you know, see cars like, oh, yeah, I'm driving the Boomer. And I started going, and all of a sudden, the engine just started shaking a little bit, and literally, the engine fan flew through the hood. Like, like I'm just, dry. I was just, it was two minutes, you know? And I just remember just freaking out. Palms are sweaty, right? Like, oh no, what have I done? I didn't do anything. And I remember just pulling over and just like, oh no, oh no, it's smoking. Oh no, like what do I do? Do I go to uh, pick and pull? Do I go try to get something? How do I cover this up? Am I going to cover this up? I just kept thinking, what am I going to say to him? What am I going to say? It's literally been five minutes. Now, I get the phone. Hey, Dad, can you pick me up? (laughs) And then all you hear is the click, right? There was nothing. Remember him coming down. He might have said a couple things, looking at the car. And I just remember singing, I'm going to be pulling weeds for the rest of my life. Oh, my goodness. I'm going to be mowing lawns. I can't pay for this. I don't have a job. This is a beamer. It's like, I'm messed, I'm messed, I'm messed up, you know. And I remember those five long steps. And he comes to me, and he's, you know, aggravated, to say the least. And he says, I forgive you. He was pissed, but he said, I forgive you. And it was an awkward drive home. But in that moment, you know, maybe he wasn't thinking that. But in that moment, he was like, this is a teaching moment. Well, I want to show God's love. I want to show what it means to follow Jesus. And I want you to know what it means to be forgiven. And we forget that sometimes. When well, we try to do what we want to do, and prove ourself. But Jesus looks at us like... I love you so much. You haven't even done nothing. In fact, actually, it's quite opposite. You've done the worst. But I love you so, so, so much. That's how God looks at us. That's how we need to look at our kids. How we show them who Jesus is. How we show them who God's love is and what he's done for us. Because what did he do? He came down this earth, showed us life showed the disciples how to live, showed us how to live, showed us, hey, unless you live like a child and know me and know what I'm all about, it's going to be a tough life, like a child. And right now we got two kids, under two, a little crazy right now, but Scarlett likes to scream. She's very passionate. She's a passionate lady. <laughs> and so... Sometimes we just sit there like, I don't know what to do. Sarah looks at me like, I don't know what to do. I'm like, I don't know what to do. Well, you, tell me, you didn't tell me what to do. You know? <laughs> and then in the meantime, Maddox has his lovey. This is not his true lovey. This is just one of his loveys. But the context of Maddox's lovey, he has a little elephant that he loves. And I tried to take it this morning, but he was kind of sleeping on it. And I'd feel bad because it would probably be a rough morning. So I took this one. But you guys will get the gist. And so Maddox loves his love. It goes wherever. It goes with him wherever. I'm telling you. When we're riding a bike, when we're walking, when we're in the car, this is his pride and joy. When he is trying to go to sleep and I'm trying to help him go to sleep, right? He's like, Ellie, Ellie, right? And then sometimes he grabs it and he grabs the tail. It's kind of weird. But he just goes, Mmm. <laughs> oh. It feels so good, right? Oh, that's what he does. And in this moment, he's seeing Scarlet scream her head off. And he just calls her Dee Dee, because he doesn't know how to say sissy. So he just says, Dee Dee, right? And he's looking at her like, Dee Dee. And she's like, ah, like crazy noise. Like, you know, inhuman. And then, you know, he goes down to her and says, Dee Dee. Dee Dee. Dee Dee. And he gives the one thing he can offer. That's what's crazy. And it makes us think, you know, Jesus and us. Like some of us think we like, what do we have to offer? We think we can prove ourselves. He had nothing to offer. And Jesus, you know, in this moment of has he has these kids screaming probably in front of him, like a child. You gotta love me. You gotta know who's your dad. I could see him just saying king david you know he's got a lot of hype but before there was a small beginning with that guy remember he was at home remember no one even knew who he was remember he was anointed no one even knew who he was but he comes to the battlefield he sees someone saying stuff about his god and he goes oh what i know my god where's the rock right and he goes out there and everyone didn't They're like, no, 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 who are you? Put this armor on. You're going to war. I know what I can bring to the table. This is all I have. Right? And he chucked it. Bang. Beautiful. Or you think, you look at the disciples, like, dude, we just fed 5,000 people. Who brought the food, guys? That kid. That kid definitely knew that wasn't enough hey, do you guys want to use my stuff? And Jesus just looks at him like, it's all I need. Do we know God like that? That he just takes us where we are and he makes us something amazing. Sometimes we forget. Do you love God like a child? Or do you like to put him in there and come to him when he wants? Do you love him? And then when you're raising your kids, are you showing them that love? That through you, they see the creator of the universe because God lives in you. Because our Jesus came here, died for us on a cross, rose from the dead to show us the greatest love that the world has ever seen. Do you know that love? Oh! Right? Are you in awe? Show your kids that. I know that happens in children's ministry. But does that happen through the week? The awe moment. Do you show God's love? Do you know this God? That's the question. Let's pray.